Hello, I'm Mark Tweddle. Welcome to You Tell Yours, where we share with you stories from our storytelling classes. Our storytelling techniques are a practical way to help get yourself heard, be it for a storytelling event, a business presentation, or any public speaking function. So if you'd like to tell your story, head over to youtellyours.com for details of our classes and events, both in Burbank and online. This week's story, from Kathleen Engel, is about memories of a duck called Quacker. There used to be a farm in Utah. It was on 48 beautiful acres. It had weeping willow trees that lined the drive. It had a barn across the road with pastures all around it. It had a glorious garden that was complete with fruit trees and lilac trees. And it had this wonderful old white farmhouse that was built before the Civil War. We moved there when I was two years old. We lived in the city, but my mom thought that we would have a better life if we lived on the farm. And we did. We didn't have to do chores at four o'clock in the morning, thank God. (laughs) Because we rented the farm. (laughs) So our job was to take care of the animals. We had five horses. We had a pig. We had a cow. We had two dogs. And we had what I believe was the most important animal on that farm, my pet duck, Quacker. (laughs) I got Quacker as a little duckling for Easter. He was white, and he had a really bright orange bill. (laughs) And uh, he got his name because, you know, he liked to quack a lot, truly. (laughs) And I really think that Quacker thought he was a person. I think he imprinted on me. He used to follow me everywhere I went, inside the house, outside the house, anywhere, you name it, he was there, you know? On a, on a typical day, I would put on my little cowboy boots, I would tie a little bandana around my neck, and I'd go grab some breakfast, and then I would head out to find my duck quacker, get him out of his cage. And um, he was really mellow. He was really mellow. And he was like the greatest confidant, you know, because he would listen to me for hours, hours. And he really seemed very, very interested in everything I was doing. He really did. And he got to take baths with me. Like, yeah, no, seriously, my mom was so cool that my duck got to take baths with me. And my sister used to say then, and she still says it now, he was not a normal duck. <laughs> like my sister seriously said that to me, like, what is a normal duck like? I, I don't even know. But anyway. um, uh, Cracker and I would uh, roam around the farm together, you know? We would, we would scoot through the garden. We would look for a snack. We would go through our itchy tomato patches. We would lie down on the ground. Well, I would lie down. He would stand there. And we would, <laughs> we would look up at the clouds. And rainy days were really fun because I would put on my rain boots and we would splash in puddles and he had his webbed feet. <laughs> so we did all this kind of stuff. It was awesome. And um, one of our favorite places on the farm was uh, around the back of the farmhouse, there was a, a metal well cover that was really solid. So it's not like I was in danger, don't worry about me. Um, (laughs) We would hang out on this metal well cover, and I would sit, and he would stand, and we would be at, like, eye level with each other. 
And uh, that was one of our favorite places to hang out. Well, um, anyway, my mom uh, was this, is this extraordinary human being. She's extraordinary. She let me, let my duck take baths with me. She uh, was the kind of person who, even though um, we lived on a farm, she would get her hair done every week. And she, would, and she would always wear a really nice dress, like on the farm. But she would still let me play in the mud with my duck. When we came home from school, she would say, go out in the garden and pick yourself a snack. Every time I got a good grade, she would buy me a little piece of furniture for my dollhouse. She would sing to me at night a song about how beautiful my eyes were, and I would fall asleep to that. She has a capacity to love that is unrivaled, truly unrivaled. Well, <coughs> seasons change. Nothing stays the same. There's new batch of crops waiting for their rotation in the soil on farms. The sun rises, the sun sets. And um, one day I came home from school and Quacker had died. One of the dogs had flipped out and got access to him and killed him. And the best friend that I had ever had was gone. And my mom helped me bury him. We buried him next to the well where we used to hang out at and underneath the peach tree where I used to tell him all my secrets. <coughs> and I used to talk to him about like my brothers and sisters, my big brother and my big sisters would go off camping with their dad and I really did not understand why I was not allowed to go with them. And Quacker seemed to understand. He didn't have brothers and sisters, and he came from an egg, but he seemed to understand. <laughs> so he would comfort me. Anyway, um, my mom had taken a picture once of Quacker and I on that well. And I've got my little boots on, and I'm smiling at the camera. And even though he has a bill, it looks like he's smiling too. <laughs> it really does. Anyway... Um, Times change and things pass, and um, my we we grow up a little, and we move away from the farm to the back to the city so that um, we can help take care of my grandparents. And my father passes away, and my mom starts to slowly fade to dementia. This the bravest, most loving person that I have ever known in my life, who got her hair done once a week and wasn't afraid of muck, now sits on the end of her bed and stares off confused. So last year I took my mom back to find the farm. We haven't been back since I was a little girl. And I took her to find the farm. So I got my mom riding shotgun. We're in my brother's Grand Cherokee. And we are driving around this town looking for this farm from memory because it's really small and there's like nobody even knows if the farm is still there. People are telling me it's been torn down, it's been sold off, you're not gonna find it. So we're kicking up dust on streets that don't have signs and we're stopping at places that have addresses like 4800 West by 2615 South. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> trying to find this place. 
And I'm just following my instincts. My mom and I are like following our instincts and she's coming more alert, you know? And um, we just keep making these turns, these instinctual turns. That seems familiar, that looks right. Anyway, we make this final turn and we are standing right in front of our farmhouse. Now, it had changed a lot, you know? Someone had cut down all the weeping willow trees which is really sad because we used to swing in those things like it was amazing. And a lot of the property had been sold off. And the farmhouse really was in desperate need of love and paint. It really was. It had just been let go, the people that were living in it. But it was still there. And my mom, my mom remembered the window in the living room where we used to put our Christmas tree. And she remembered the back porch where she would send us to eat watermelon and cherries. And she remembered the place where Quacker was buried by the well. And even though the farm is different and it is not what I remembered, deep, buried deep beyond where the eye can see, are all those memories that I had there. And my mom remembered them. It is very painful losing my mom in pieces. You know? But because she's the bravest, most compassionate person I've ever known, but because she knew that one day she was going to have to leave me, she took a picture of me on a well with my duck so that I can remember just how much I am loved. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed Kathleen's story. Our storytelling techniques are a practical way to help get yourself heard, be it for a storytelling event, a business presentation, or any public speaking function. So if you'd like to tell your story, head over to youtellyours.com for details of our classes and events, both in Burbank and online. You can listen to this as a podcast at podcast.youtellyours.com or find us on iTunes. If you have a moment, please review the podcast on iTunes as we'd love to know what you think and it helps others find us. And you can email me at mark at quirkybranding.com if you have any questions about this podcast or need help with video and digital marketing. Thank you for listening.